Hello and good day, eh? Welcome to the Super Good Camping Podcast. My name is Pamela. I'm Tim. And we are from supergoodcamping.com. We are here because we are on a mission to inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have with our kids. Today we wanted to talk about group camping, which is something that we have done with my extended family, who are just overall awesome people. So it's pretty enjoyable. Anyway, so we wanted to inspire other people to do group camping like that. Um, Our family, too, is generally not a lot of drama going on, so it (laughs) makes it also (laughs) fairly fun and enjoyable, so there's no, like, bickering or anybody's not talking to so-and-so. Yeah, and I'm I'm just not going to touch that. So I want to speak to group camping. For my money, group camping is anything that's not solo camping. So whether you're talking about two people, a family group, like the four of us, I'm roughly counting in my head. I want to say 16, 17 of us, whatever, a bunch with Pamela's family. And then, and then we'll get in, we'll get into the the bits and pieces of how to do it. There are multiple ways to do it. You can camp, uh, you can group camp by all of you booking different campsites in, in the, the big, what prompted all of this was Pamela made a recent social media post that had a picture of the a whack of us at multiple picnic tables all lined up under a tarp eating I can't ribs and ribs and lobster tails I think so there's that's there's one of the good things you can you can make some pretty cool meals and it was like oh yeah I remember doing that and we had one two three four different sites I think in the same park relatively close to each other and that segues perfectly into the first thing you need to do is decide that you all want to go and then pick somebody somebody's got to be the coordinator somebody's got to be the the top dog that does that makes things come together ad hoc or, or committee is isn't going to work out terribly well well we and we've done it often a bit willy-nilly <laughs> where we were just like oh it looks like look this this site's available oh there's one close by there's another one there and and last minute somebody booked like a week before they booked a campsite so yeah yes we haven't always been super coordinated with it We've, we've had yeah we, we <laughs> mixed results although it, it it always has worked out one way or another just yeah a little bit different the other sort of type of camping uh, group camping is uh, certainly here in Ontario there are a handful and we'll, we'll get to them at the end of the uh, the episode there's a handful of them that have group camping gigantic sites and and then and you're all in one campground usually you're away from everybody else uh, in the park so you're, when you're making a whole bunch of noise with kids yelling and screaming and stuff, you're not disturbing everybody else. Right. <laughs> so once you've picked somebody who's going to be act as the lead of the whole thing, then um, you might want to also try to agree on where you're going to go, what campground you're going to go to. So you need a, a campground that accommodates that, especially if, as Tim was saying, you're going to do the group camps in one big campsite. Once you've chosen the park, then everybody needs to decide also on a date and how long they're going to go for. We've also done a bit of a staggered like arrival and departure thing with my family. So we would usually go the longest. So we'd arrive on the Sunday and leave on the Saturday or whatever. And and people would kind of come in midweek and then stay for a few days. And so that works too. Yeah. So, you know, it's not necessarily somebody's in your face for, you know, for sake of argument, a, a full week. Uh, but you can maybe get... Uh, three three days like three the supper meal is is always the coolest part 
for my money, which again we'll, we'll get to in a bit. But you get three three dinners, and you you can do them at like do it at my site tonight, your site tomorrow night, their site on Thursday, whatever. So then you also want to decide about just what you're going to need for equipment. You know, maybe maybe some of your group aren't campers and they don't have the tents and the sleeping bags and the air mattresses and all that. So I need to figure out how you're going to coordinate that with the other people in your group. We often have enough of all those things. <laughs> to do the entire family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the problem is how do we get, we're used to carrying enough gear for our family. How do we carry, you know, three, three and change families worth of gear with us? What if you could see <laughs> how the kids are jammed into the backseat of the car with <laughs> stuff piled behind their heads and you can barely see out of the rearview mirror because there's so much stuff about it. But anyways, yeah, so we couldn't really necessarily bring all the stuff for all the family. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they could come and pick up a bunch of it, though. The group campsites can be booked up to five months in advance. And I don't know, that has the regulations, do you know if the regulations have changed around that? With the the new... length of time stuff, you mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I would assume that it plays across regular and group, group sites. sites. Yeah. Uh, so go, you go to the Ontario Parks website, search for group camping sites at whatever the park is that you decided on. And you just need to select a site that will accommodate the size of group that you've got. And then try to book the site as early as possible just to make sure that you get the site and that the campground itself isn't all booked up. Right. And having having spent a little bit of time looking, <laughs> they seem to be just about as popular as the uh, the regular campsites. So they disappear pretty quickly. So, yeah, you might need to divvy up responsibilities with other people just to, if you don't want to take on the whole Thing. So who's going to set up the camp, who's going to deal with the planning of the meals and therefore organize who's bringing what for food and then also organizing what the group is going to do for, for fun. Yeah. So, you you know, you could have you could have somebody, multiple hat wearers. You could have somebody who's who's doing the whole trip, like the over overarching uh, coordinator. And then you could have somebody who's who's wrangling meals and deciding how that's going to play out and who's wrangling dishes and how that's going to play out. Whatever. Somebody is somebody that's going to do the, the activity planning or, you know, a hike plan or whatever, that sort of thing. So, yeah. So once you all get there, somebody's going to have to set up shelter. So you need food, clothing, shelter. Somebody's going to need to make sure that there's enough firewood for a campfire later in the evening. And somebody's going to need, need to organize setting up a kitchen kind of space or cooking. Yeah, and 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 as well planned to to be you know once you're done with all the dishes and the food and stuff, whose whose tray trunk is it going to go into or or whatever to get you know to bear proof your site because we like to do that. So yeah, and you're going to decide like if you are doing multiple sites just just happen to be in close proximity with each other, are you going to like this as Tim said, or, you know tonight we're going to all gather at our campfire and then tomorrow night we'll go to somebody else's campfire. Yeah, so there's no point in in so for sake of argument, let's say that we're we're on four different sites. Uh, if we're all going to hang out and do you know marshmallows and, and yak and uh, have have a fun red-headed family evening, uh, there's no point in me firing up my fireplace, my my uh, campfire, and and that brother firing his up and that brother firing his up if we're going over to that sister's for the evening. You know what I'm saying? It's it's that kind of deal. It's also <laughs> a big waste of crappy expensive wood <laughs> uh, meal planning so if you've got um, different dietary uh, considerations you know maybe somebody's got a peanut allergy and you can't be preparing peanut butter sandwiches or you've got a plan for just preferences too sometimes people don't always like the same types of food we have 
at least one person in our group that can't tolerate spicy food. That'd be me. <laughs> and then, then there's me. That's there's a whole bunch of things that I can't really tolerate. So, um, Tim is very accommodating in terms of my dietary restrictions. So the um, you'll need in terms of food, just figuring out again how you can make a meal. That, like you're not going to want to make something that's very detailed and complicated when you're trying to cook for 15 people. <laughs> that's, that's not necessarily true. You you shouldn't. It will be a, a boatload of work. I just want to spend your day in the campsite preparing the meal for 15 people. Unless that's your thing and then, then have at it. <laughs> so I, I like to do some relaxation, some reading, maybe a bit of swimming, maybe jump in a, a some some kind of watercraft and paddle or, or whatever so yeah so something that might be relatively easy to pair prepare and ideally something that's not too difficult to clean up afterwards either non-perishable things so canned things nuts dried fruits trail mix kind of things so that you've got snacks that you can transport around if you are going on a hike with the group um, and also just if kids kids tend to be eating all the time <laughs> granola bars granola bars for the win for for, for yeah, our kids yeah. through that sort of range yep yeah drinks so you you can drink the potable water from Ontario Parks um, our kids like to, to have those little flavor drops to add to it just to make it be something other than just plain water all the time uh, and being and, the tree huggers that we are uh, we try not to do like tetra packs and kool-aid bags and, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that we, we prefer to you know carry our, our Nalgene style plastic bottles around and, and refill them uh, so plan for three meals a day for your group. Breakfast can be something as simple as oatmeal. Lunch and dinner might be sandwiches or wraps or soups or stews or pasta dishes. Or as Tim said, we do a little bit more complicated and fancy like fancy. Ribs, and ribs, and, ribs and lobster tails. And don't forget the spices and condiments, packing things like that for your group. Salt, pepper as basics. Hot sauces for the people that can tolerate such things. For when Randy's doing Mexican <laughs> night. Yeah. Ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise, and dividing up cooking responsibilities if you want. But like Tim is actually a really good cook and enjoys doing it. I do. So I, for the most part, I do it myself. Although the lobster tails, I think we had the kids wrangle a bunch of that, like split the shells, pull yep. them out, do the do the garlic and butter, and wrap them up in uh, tin foil and chuck them in the fire. Yep. And then 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 there's just what to do for fun and entertainment with your group. So whether you want to do hanging out in the campsite and just sitting around yakking you can do but there's the parks offer hikes guided hikes where you can learn a bit about nature and learn about different animal species or different plant species while you're going on the hike swimming fishing and then as a group playing a game or a sport and then you want some downtime as tim said just to kind of relax and chill and yak uh, and then campfires, of course, and then stargazing, because it's just so awesome to be able to look up and see a million more stars than what you see here in, in the city. Sans light pollution. Yeah. So then uh, just a bit more about uh, group activities and things that you could do. So hiking nature walks, like Sanitary Parks offers lots of trails that you can do on your own if you just want to go as a group on your own. or And they're often bikeable too. Yeah, guided hikes too. So if you want to have like a, a park ranger leading you on your hike and just uh, showing you, pointing out some interesting things. Canoeing and kayaking, if you've got your own, you can take them. Uh, some of the parks also offer rentals that you can rent a canoe. Right, and they've got fishing. So they, they also have a, a learn to fish program at a, at a lot of the parks where you can you can borrow a fishing rod and, and some, some tackle and, and whatnot and, you know, head to head to a shore, throw something in the water. And you need appropriate licenses if you're going to do that. 
right. um, board games and card games. And then campfire, of course, which is like one of our most favorite things just to even just sit and look at and the, look at the fire. And so plan those things too. Like, like uh, we have a whole menu that has has breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, multiple snacks, and then it also has what what are we doing over the campfire tonight? Is it going to be marshmallows? Are we doing s'mores? We're going to do the what are those wiener th- spider spider wieners? Spider wieners, yeah. yeah. A scavenger hunt. We at Pinery, I believe they had set up a scavenger hunt around the park. And we, like it was a family, including my extended family, we did that. Arts and crafts, you can bring along some stuff for kids to do some simple arts and crafts if they want. Um, And often, again, the park rangers will be leading programs where um, kids will learn to do arts and crafts things. Um, Sports, you can bring along some basic sports equipment like frisbees, or we've always brought along um, badminton rackets and birdies and or volleyball, football, soccer ball. And then as a group, you can also prepare your meal just if everybody wants to do it as everybody's pitching in some portion of making the meal like the kids did with the lobster tails. Uh, Yeah, so that kind of covers off activities and meal planning and things that you might want to think about doing when you're going as a group and we've just kind of also looked up some of the parks that offer group camping most of them i think do have some group sites don't they do you i I can't i I can't say for sure but i i'm i'm fairly certain that most of the places we've gone to it's you know you're heading there and then you you see the sign that says group sites over there so maybe we didn't get them all it feels like more than just yeah i'm sure that i'm sure this is just a few examples of some of the parks that do offer it but algonquin is one that has several group camping sites including pog lake which is the one that tim and i camped at this past summer uh bon echo has and that their group sites can accommodate up to 80 people so that's a lot of people to go that's a lot (laughs) that's really you need a lot of coordination for that arrowhead has group camping sites that can accommodate up to 50 Right. Oh, and I just wanted to mention, so the, the soccer ball that Pamela mentioned, uh, they actually have a soccer pitch. There's a there's a soccer with, with two two goals and the, the whole nine yards by one of the uh, uh, one of the comfort stations there at, at Arrowhead. Cool. Yeah. I know we played uh, soccer too at Sibold. I think there was like kind of a park rangers organized uh, soccer right. game amongst a lot of the campers. Killarney Provincial Park has group camping sites that accommodate up to 40 people uh, near the George Lake Campground. And then Lake St. Peter Provincial Park accommodates up to 100 people. (laughs) (laughs) And Presqu'il has group camping facilities up to 100 people also. And then Sandbanks Provincial Park has group camping up to 60 people. So that's just a few of the um, things to consider if you're planning group camping and also a few of the parks that offer it. But Ontario Parks website will give you, if you want to look up on their site to see if the campground you'd like to go to has group camping. That's it for us today. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Please do tune in again soon and please reach out to us. We are at hi at supergoodcamping.com. That's H-I at supergoodcamping.com. And we're on all the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we have a YouTube channel. We would love more subscribers on our YouTube and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.